This is Susanna Hills Podcast. We hope this message becomes a revelation in your heart and will encourage you to live a Christ-centered life. Thanks for checking out our podcast. Here's today's message. Joy to the world, for the Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. A song, a carol that we sing at Christmas time. And yet, if we look in the scriptures... It might fit Easter better because where Jesus speaks about joy, he says in Hebrews 12, it says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And now, even as Ben was sharing about love, and as I start to speak about joy, I start to realize that the only way, and even peace, the only way that we are going to walk in the fullness of these things is if we are looking beyond this life. If we are looking at how we can endure these times, and think about Jesus, think about the fact that he was about to endure the most excruciating death laying down his life on a cross. That's what he was about to experience. And yet, it was the joy that was set before him that enabled him to endure. And that is why when we're going through these trials, when we're going through things that we are facing, the only way that we can endure, the only way that we can endure even the things that are to come is if we can see beyond this, what we see in front of us. And so James, in James, it speaks about just the fact that when we are facing trials in James 1, when you face trials of any kind, consider it an opportunity for great joy. Why is that? It says, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. For Ben, having gone through what he has gone through, he is more complete in God because his view of God has matured. His view of God's love has changed from being a feeling to being a knowing, knowing that God is a loving God. And I just want to look at this joy that Jesus was actually looking towards. Like, what was he actually seeing? What was the joy that was set before him? The joy was the reconciliation of us to him. The joy was the fact that he was about to conquer death. He was about to have victory over death. He was about to, sin was about to lose its power because of what he was about to do. And he saw himself sitting at the right hand of the throne of God. And not only sitting there, he saw us. He saw his prized possession, be, having access to his throne room. That is what Jesus saw. And what do you see? What do you see as you look into the future? So this scripture goes on in James 1, and it says, For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow, so let it grow. So what does it actually mean to test our faith? Now, we saw that for both Dallin and Ben, their, 
their faith was tested and the pe- our peace and our love is, is connected to our faith. But what does that actually mean? What is faith? What does it actually mean for our faith to be tested? I believe that what's being tested is our view of God. How you see God. And, and I want us to go on a journey of asking ourselves the question, how do I actually see God? How do I actually see this God? Because when we look at the scriptures and we read about joy, it says that in his presence there is fullness of joy. But sometimes you feel like, yes, God is present, but I'm not experiencing fullness of joy. So let's think about presence for a moment. I don't know if you ever experienced going to the classroom of a teacher that was really, really scary. We had a teacher that if you were late for her class, I can still remember, it was like fear and trepidation. Why are you late? And you would get there and you'd be so, so scared of what she would do. Or perhaps an alcoholic husband, an abusive father arriving home after he's been drinking. What is the presence of that person? What is the presence of people that are negative? When you're around people, what does their presence bring? What is the presence of a cold and depressed spouse? The spouse is there, but because they're cold and depressed, what is their presence like? And so I went through a stage where I was really struggling in this area of joy and just asking, how do you get joy? What is, what is joy? You know, going through the motions where it's like this life is just meh. And I think for many people, that's where they're at. This thing of fullness of joy is like a weird foreign concept, right? And so I realized that as my faith was tested, it was actually my view of God that was the problem. Because I knew that God was there, because God is omnipresent. God is, God is here. God is in our midst. So I knew God was there. But who is this God? Is he a God that is expecting me to tick all these boxes? Because in and of myself, I felt like, I wasn't ticking all the good wife boxes. I wasn't ticking all the good mom boxes. I wasn't ticking all the pastor's wife boxes, leading in God's church. You know, there's so much, there's a specific person that you need to be. I wasn't ticking all of those boxes. And I felt like I wasn't ticking the boxes that God wanted me to tick. And so I became very angry with God. I was angry with him because why, why, why has he allowed us to, why this calling, why, why call us to something that is so hard? Why do this to us? And I became very angry and I realized that even though God was present, he felt very distant, you know, someone that's there but very far away. And slowly, as I actually started to look and be challenged of my view of God. I started to find him in the scriptures. And in Zephaniah 3.17 it says, The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love he will no longer rebuke you. 
but he will rejoice over you with singing. Just think about a God that is singing for a moment, a God that is rejoicing over you. And slowly I started to realize, actually, you know what? It doesn't matter what people think. It doesn't matter what people say because I've got a God that is rejoicing over me. I've got a God that is singing over me. I've got a God that is loving, that is loving me and he's delighting in me. And that is the God that... That is who he is. So when we're in his presence, he's not a God that is far. He's not a God that is like that, that the, the, the spouse that you might have that is there, but he's not really there, or that, that person that is a hard taskmaster. Are you ticking all these boxes? No, he's a God that he delights in you. He's singing over you. He's rejoicing over you. He's a, he's a God that is smiling. <laughs> And perhaps your view of God is this God that is this judge, you know, even with Christians where it's like, yeah, you know, because of, um, even with Ben in their situation, yeah, you know, I wonder what they did to have gone through what they went through. What a sick view of God. I wonder what boxes they didn't tick. What is wrong with that? That's not God. That's not who God is. God is so much bigger. God is a God that absolutely adores us. He absolutely loves us. This is a God that is present. This is a God that loves you. This is a God that is joyful. And in John 15, it says, As the Father has loved me, so joy is connected to love, <laughs> So have I loved you. Now remain in my love. So when we're going through these trials and tribulations, we need to remain in him. So first of all, we need to realize, okay, what is my view of God? So that his presence is not, okay, he's this hard taskmaster. No, no, he's a joyful, loving God. And then he says, now remain in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will remain in my love just as I've kept my father's commandments and remain in his love. I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Jesus wants our joy to be complete. He wants us to experience fullness of joy. He wants us that when we are in, in his presence, that we're, we're, in, we're being filled with his joy. And there again, the same way Ben was speaking about being filled with his love, being filled with God himself, the Holy Spirit, that, that's what it means to be filled with his love. And yet joy and peace are also fruits of the Spirit. He, it's a supernatural thing that happens when he fills us. And now when we look at the world... We see, there are, we do experience happiness outside of God, right? Okay? We experience happiness in immediate gratification when you eat a chocolate or physical touch, endorphins are released. When you go, for, you go and you exercise, endorphins are released, so you experience a level of happiness. But that is only temporary. You can also experience happiness when your ego is satisfied, when you drive a fancy car, or when you have a nice house, or when you get a degree, or that is also a level of happiness. But again, that is only temporary, because there will always be someone that has a better car, there will always be someone that has more money, there will always be someone that has a better house, there will always be someone who has a more attractive spouse, all of those things. So ego satisfaction is not going to be, it's also temporary, 
Because even if you get a brand new car today, tomorrow somebody could get that same car and then your car is old in comparison to their car, right? So that's temporary. Even good beyond self, where we're helping other people, we're giving to the poor, even this hope in, hope in a box initiative, it feels good to help those in need. But we're never going to feed every mouth that needs to be fed. It's, it's not complete. Yes, we do need to do those things, and we experience a level of joy. But Jesus is saying, I want to give you a fullness of joy. I want to give you a joy that is overflowing. And it's only found in his presence. John Piper says, God is most glorified in me when I'm most satisfied in him. And so I can only be satisfied in God when I have a correct view of him. So when you're facing things, sometimes we don't have answers. Don't listen to people that are telling you, you know, you haven't ticked this box or you haven't. Come back to asking God, God, I actually want to know who you are. I want to know this loving and forgiving Father. Come back to that personal relationship that he looked forward. He, what was, when he looked towards the cross, he could enjoy, endure the cross because of the joy that was set before him. And that joy was us being reconciled to him. That's what enabled Jesus to die on a cross. That's how much he, he yearns for us to have this close relationship with him. So joy to the world, the Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. Let every heart prepare him room. And I want to ask you this morning, will you prepare room in your heart for God? Would you prepare more room? I know for me, I'm, I'm challenged to say, Lord, I, I need to prepare more room for you because my, my view of you has gotten a bit warped <laughs> by people's things and what different views. Let me come back to who you truly are. Because when you prepare room in your heart for more of him and more of his spirit, that means more peace more love, more joy. And so let's just take a moment just to say, okay, Lord, I don't know about my view of you this morning. Maybe you see him as this hard taskmaster or somebody that's just pointing fing a finger at you. Let's just take a moment just to think, what is, how are we seeing him? The best words to describe this God are loving, compassionate, kind, slow to anger. He's slow to anger. And he's saying, will you prepare more room in your heart? I want to fill you with myself. I want to fill you with my joy. I want to fill you with my peace. I want to fill you with my love. I want to fill you with myself. Jesus, I ask that any views of you that we have that are not who you are, I pray that you would, as our faith is tested, as that you would show us your true self, Lord, and that we would come to know you as you truly are.
In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us for today's message. Don't forget to check out our website or visit City on a Hill International on Instagram or Facebook for our updates, celebration times, or ways you can get involved. We are also streaming our message on Facebook Live, so make sure you join us or share the post. Thanks again for checking out our podcast. We'll see you soon.